The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info then we'll get the entertainment drill going and we'll be out of your hair in no time don't you worry about that before that we have to say thank you to people who are dropping stuff off jeremy had him out this morning at the van uh at safeway uh this morning 107th avenue in west olive and you said no room no room at the end we were full up and so they're here who are they uh the az chive team what does that? They're just they're people who do parkour or just watch TV all day. What they just driving? love green onions. Jimmy. That's what I think. Who doesn't? It's delicious. But they're here right now, dropping off a bunch of water. Yeah, uh, sixty plus cases. So thank you to those guys. Chive on, I say. I don't even know what that means. I just know it's That's a thing. A slur over in England, I think. It is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, England. But I don't care because we're in America now. So chive on's just fine. Uh, so yeah, thank you. The water is just—it's ridiculous. It's—it's it's a. We're way over where we think we should be at this point. This is insane. What happened with the drinking team? Now the Chive team's rolling in. What team are you part of? Can you help us? That's the big part. So thank you. And thanks to everybody who came out to Safeway this morning, 107th Avenue and West Olive, and did their part over there as well. And another last second thank you to everybody who showed up last night at the Cha-Ching Chavez thing at Four Peaks. That was a blast. We had a good time. Really cool. Brady handed me this to make me feel old before we get on it. 32 years ago... Today, uh, the number one song in the nation was Bat Dance by Prince from the Batman. Awesome. That's such a good song. <laughs> well, Brady just hands me this. Here you go. What's Here this? Here you go. 32 Old years timer. ago on this day. And, of course, 16 years ago on this date, a lady was in the studio and shot breast milk into my mouth. And I will never forget August 5th for the rest of my life, forever and ever. Nice. It's a strange day. We couldn't get a reenactment this morning. Also, uh, this is the, I remember it also because that's the night that I went to a party, and that's where uh, Megan and I met. So it started to ruin her life that night while I was covered in breast milk. But Your yeah, breath after that must have been interesting. Uh, that was the initial <laughs> attraction. <laughs> the, the initial attraction was I was covered in breast milk. And who isn't going to ask a couple of questions about that? Why are you coated in breast milk? Well, interesting story, little lady. I do a little radio show, and it's uh, kind of behooves me in the ratings department to get coated every once in a while by somebody's bodily fluids. It's not that I enjoy it, but yeah, uh, I do it for the people. Someone's got to do it. I do it as a stuntman. Uh, yeah, no, it was weird. But Sixteen uh, years ago, did you give Professor Pussycat take his son too? <laughs> when I asked him, you want to go to the, that was the third time. <laughs> August fifth, we'll live. Uh, I don't know which I'd rather have: the breast milk all day long or a faster Pussycat show. But both will be August five. That's how I'm celebrating Breast Milk Day. And uh, Bat Dance being number one. It's a thing. 32 years ago, Batman was number one. Vicky Vales. Yeah, we know the song, Brady. Don't you do it. Let Prince sing it. What was that? Why did Mike Tyson sing it? Uh, all right, let's get right to it. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. And as I'm emails uh, are rolling in this morning and I'm reading these things, 
uh, one after another. It seems like, and Toledo and I were just talking about, I guess we all were, but uh, the whole anger is not towards anybody. We said that, you know, uh, if they start doing this thing with COVID that I keep reading, masks this, no masks that, got to prove your vaccination, got to have a card for this, you can't get into this restaurant without proof of this, can't do that. We're going to be mad. Vaxxed people will be mad. Anti-vaxxed people will be mad. And we'll take it out on each other. But neither of us are mad at each other. We're mad at the powers that be. And what's the fastest way to get us to uh, start fighting each other, divide and conquer? Who gets all the power? The people we're actually saying, we're not going to give into your power. And then they start passing laws and everything else. We're going to start banging into each other and fighting and doing crazy stuff. We've seen it in the last year. And it's not a scare tactic. It's real. And I'm just seeing a different world if they start putting this together. We're already getting people mad about masks. Imagine if you had to flash papers every time you want to go over to the Linger Longer Lounge and just have a beer. It's going to be annoying, and people are going to take it out on each other. You need to know when a situation gets a little fuzzy, and that's what Tactical Black teaches you. We did some stuff yesterday that was just outstanding. Do I have my bruises yet? Oh, the Knife Defense 360 training we were doing yesterday. They've got this, uh, this setup of, uh, of how they teach you how to you know get stabbed once, don't get stabbed twice is the basic rule. And get stabbed twice, don't get stabbed three times. Learn how to fight your way out of situations when something goes crazy. Knife defense is my favorite thing because it's opened my eyes to crazy. It's so fast. A knife is so fast and so unbelievable that you need to realize it's best to just not have to deal with it. Somebody might be holding something. I've seen a couple of videos where guys thought that they were fighting and a dude had a knife in his hand and it ended very quickly. So uh, just know what crazy exists and know it's good. I think it's ramping up. I don't want to be a a fear monger, but I feel like it's ramping up a little bit. People are a little on edge. So no better uh, time to go out there to react defense and put some stuff in your pocket and be there. And uh, again, the people that always say, I'm not in the type of shape, I don't know. You walk into a situation where it's family. All the people that go to these classes and are part of it will help you. They might be three, four years ahead of you. You walk into that class with them, they'll be the first ones to say, we're here to help you. Nobody's there to embarrass you. Everybody wants to get better. The more uh, uh, sheepdogs we have, the less sheep. And that's the thing. Everybody in that thing's in it for each other. It's a great atmosphere, family, everything. And I just can't say enough about them. You'll get in great shape and you'll learn some stuff uh, for a world that's kind of got us all cockeyed right now. So check it out, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Mel Brooks is releasing his first ever memoir. Comes out November 30th. Mm-hmm. Can you release multiple memoirs? Sure. Isn't there one memoir? No, of your no, life? no, your memory's changed. Like Dave Pratt's memoir oh, yeah. uh, is totally different than the first one he wrote. The story is because he can't remember because he's making it up. He's a liar. And so the first one was like, this is entertaining. And nobody bought it. It's like, hey, I have to add more garbage to this. Make up people in my life. I didn't include my first biography. It's like when Jay Peterman buys Kramer's uh, stories for (laughs) his book. It's exactly it. These stories are fantastic. I think Jay Peterman's idea of a biography is more common than we know, is that you get somebody else to write more interesting stories and include it in your life because you want to sell books. Nobody's life's that interesting. The only one that I'd say is interesting, and we talked about that yesterday, was the dude who was the, uh, the uh, inspiration for the movie Catch Me If You Can. If you've not seen Frank that movie, Abagnale. it's Fra- yeah, Abagnale. Abagnale, yeah. His, his life for real, the book he wrote, the other stuff he added, you, you, when you listen to it, you're like, this isn't real. There's no way anybody actually did this. And they made the movie, and it's probably a little exaggerated. But the stuff they didn't include that he has in the book, and I don't read books, but this one was amazing. Highly recommend that. Everybody else, I think it's pretty much made up. Here's a couple of fun behind-the-scene moments and on the movie set, on different movie sets. In Baby Driver, mm-hmm. the director wanted the bank robbers to wear masks of Michael Myers from Halloween, but they couldn't get the rights. 
so they used masks of Mike Myers. Actual Mike Myers, yeah, yeah, yeah from, from SNL, and wow, he's like, yeah, we'll make these Austin masks. Powers himself. Yeah. That's the baby driver mask. Yep. They couldn't get the rights. They they made twenty seven of those Halloween <laughs> right. movies. And they whore it out well, to twenty seven different movies, and they can't let them use it in another no, one. What they, happened was is they sent out a young like PA, and he was like British or something. Didn't didn't know he was young. Right. Didn't know he just brought got the mask. He just said, "I need Mike Myers' mask," and brought came back with those. Really? And they're is like, that true? No, Mike, yeah, they're like oh, Michael wow. Myers. He's like, oh, I don't. Know. I asked for Mike Myers, and they gave me this. Because the rights to you're right. The rights to the Michael Myers mask it's been seemed like out you for, could just go to yeah. a party city and use. And that yeah, one's absolutely. based off of uh, what's his name? William Shatner. Shatner. Yeah. Tom Hanks' brother Jim had to step in for his uh, stunt double in Forrest Gump when the other stunt doubles were failing to recreate his awkward jog. They called it the stupid Hanks thing. <laughs> that both of them have. We can't do it. And then when filming Troy, Brad Pitt and Eric Bana agreed to pay each other every time they accidentally hit each other in their duel scene. Uh, it ended up Brad had to pay Eric 750 bucks. Brad got 200 bucks. I think it was Mr. T, or maybe it was uh, Drago, that Sylvester Stallone, they kept breaking his ribs because neither of them were like trained like in the choreography t- of yeah. fighting, and they kept accidentally hitting Sylvester Stallone. In his steroid riddled ribs, they did get better. It, it seemed like, yeah, I think it I think was, was Drago because yeah. he had no idea. He's like, yeah. I just don't. I'm taking these. You want them to look real? I don't know how to pull this punch, and they would bust his ribs. That's the only thing that is kind of <laughs> when he's in with Apollo, the first yeah. two Rocky movies. Some of those punches in those Ridiculous. scenes, they're so bad. Hey, you know, if you wouldn't mind punching me somewhere, I mean, break my ribs every time. You're just some giant Nordic beast. Dolph Lundgren had no idea what he was doing. I think that poor guy got dumped into that thing and just hoped for the best. And ended up getting uh, like a lot of ass out of that. I remember there was a girl in high school that had Drago posters all over her room. I half, halfway thought she was a communist. Was she, was he with Brigitte when, in her prime when she was no, in the movie? No, that was Stallone. Stallone was with her? Uh, she, he was with uh, Grace, what's her name? The crazy uh, black lady that was. Grace Jones. Grace Slick. Jones. Grace Jones. No, Grace Slick was this thing with Jefferson Airplane. Jeff- Thank <laughs> you, Grandpa. We'll be right back with more Grandpa news. Yeah, the uh, – <laughs> that was a Black Lady or Brady. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I remember grandpas. that Grace Slick. She was good. <laughs> Not that Grace Jones. She drove me crazy. <laughs> She's staying over there. I'm staying over here. I'm going to talk about the famous African-American ladies. Grace Slick was white, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Black hair. That's right. Beautiful. Close enough. Beautiful. <laughs> I don't see color in this hair. I'm Black Lady Brady. Give me a of lemonade. It's so hot, I need some lemonade. Charlie Watts is dropping out of the Rolling Stones' upcoming tour. Because he's 100. He's 80. Yeah, it's too, it's too much. He had a little medical procedure done. Right. It was yeah, successful, but he needs a little time Hey, don't do uh, It's not funny. <laughs> hip replacement is a thing that happens to a lot of people. Sorry, Charlie. 80. Shut up. Sorry, Charlie. Shut your mouth. Got a couple of a songs to check out. Very common. Don't yeah, at a certain age. Very 80. common to people. Uh, between the ages of 40 and 80. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Morello, Bruce Springsteen, and Eddie Vedder covered ACDC's Highway to Hell. Oh, they did? Yeah. I got it. Two you out do? of three yes. ain't bad. Who's in there? Tom Morello, Bruce Springsteen, Eddie Vedder. That's good. I'll take yeah, Bruce doing some of, of that. Three, well, is it live or is it? Uh, yeah, it's live. Listen to it. Version John and I were listening to yesterday, John Gordon. Yeah. Let us easy, let us free, 
in there. I have another friend I'd like to be in on the song with us. You don't mind, Eddie? Oh, who are you want in this thing, man? I think it'll be great. Who you got? He's a co-host of my podcast, Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a highway to hell. Yeah. It's the highway to hell. Got one more. GNR debuted a new version of Silkworms. They renamed it Absurd. Okay. It's like the only the, I got Wait, this is, uh, it's live, so there might. Oh boy, there's gonna be some. Let me skip ahead. I don't think I know what this is. What's Silkworms? Where's JC when we need him? Yeah, it must be some from Chinese democracy. Oh, oh yeah, first words of it. That's right. That is absurd. <laughs> First words of it are mother F. <laughs> Listen at your own uh, p- uh, pace, please. Wow, I didn't know that. I don't know what that song is, but it sounded like garbage, and then he started singing. By the way, and I'll say this, and, uh, you'll get, I'll get backlash. Chinese Democracy is not that bad. Oh. Have you ever listened to that album all the way through without all the crap that comes with it? There's some musical brilliance on that. I think thing. it would have been better if it was not a Guns N' Roses album. I think you're absolutely right. If he would have named it just a, like a solo yep. album totally or agree. something. Because it's not Guns N' Roses. It is not Guns no. N' Roses, but it's not that bad. And when I saw that stuff live, they had a couple songs that, because uh, was it Fortis, the other guitar player that's yeah. on that? When he's playing live and he's doing the Chinese democracy stuff, they sold it. Like, it sounded amazing. Uh, and they're coming to town here again. I don't know if they're, they're probably going to do that again. But man, I, a couple weeks, isn't it? It made me go back and listen to that album without all the "I hate this because dot dot dot" too much. And there is too much Axel singing. And it did take 15 years to put it out, right. so it wasn't worth 15 oh, year wait. It was a complete joke. Yeah. But when you just get rid of all the crap that came with it and just cut the anchors and say, "What is it as an album?" It's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not as bad as people no. think. And actually, a couple of those songs came off live. As good as the big hits. They just want another, you know, appetite for destruction. It's yeah. not going to happen. It's a time and nope. place and it's over. Absolutely. Yeah, your window opened and yep. closed. I agree. Uh, that's it for us. We're all done. You guys uh, have yourselves a fantastic Thursday. Can you believe it? Friday no. already tomorrow. Larry's coming up next. We will uh, catch you guys tomorrow, I suppose. That should be about it, right? Isn't that it for us? Oh, yeah. Sure. I think that's We're it. All right. We'll see you tomorrow right here good in the morning. Sickness. Be nice to Larry. So long. Until later. Bye. You guys partake? I'll partake. Hit me. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. 
Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.